Hello and welcome to Runners in Scoring Position. I am Nate Jones and with me as always is Charlie. Now we have some special guests in the studio today. Charlie, do you want to introduce our very special guest? So this man goes by a plethora of names. I'm just going to name some of them. Philly Cheesesteak. Oh yes. Dilly Dilly Philly. Oh yeah. Dr. Phil. You know it. Five Dollar Phillip. Uh-huh. Penny Thrower number three. Oh, oh. King Phillip. Yep. Glass Half Phil. Uh-huh. None other than Philip Oki Thomas. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie, for all those You're names. Welcome. You're welcome. You heard it here first. I'm on Runners and Scoring Position. First time Exclusive on the radio. Interview. Exclusive, Exclusive interview. <laughs> My album's coming out. Um, I'm nominated for a Grammy. You are. Heck yeah. Life is just good right now. Yeah. What can I say? I just got back from New York. Um, hey, we were in New York, too. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. what flight were you on? Um, whatever flight you guys weren't on. Because, <laughs> oh, got him. Because I'm kind of balling worst. right now. Yeah. And yeah. then, First you know, spot. I was performing with Travis Scott in Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We Saturday, yeah. March 2nd. Yeah. I actually yep. saw you guys outside the stadium, you know. You yeah, we were, we were scalping by. for tickets. Yeah, scalping for tickets, you know, kind of a headliner. I actually sold five you know. tickets oh. that day, so oh. it was really good. Oh. How many tickets did you sell, Nate? Uh, negative four. <laughs> I bought four. All right. Wow. All right. Um, so we're doing a New York recap. For those of you who don't know, if you don't follow uh, Runners in Scoring Position on Instagram or UCCS Radio on any of our social medias, we were in New York this weekend. Uh, for those of you who don't know why we were in New York this weekend, it was for the Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Awards. Uh, both of our respective shows, Runners in Scoring Position and the Two Minute Drill, were nominated for an award. The Two Minute Drill was nominated for Best Sports Talk Program, and Runners in Scoring Position was nominated for Best Podcast. We actually have that award right here in the studio. Great radio right now. You're looking at it right now, right in front of the mic there. Uh, unfortunately, we did not win either award, uh, but we had a great time in New York, and so we're here to recap everything that happened in New York this weekend, all the fun stuff. And then we, Charlie asked, some, asked for some questions, and we got questions from our favorite fan. We did. So, yeah. Favorite <laughs> we did. So where do you guys want to start with on the New York recap? I think we should just start. We'll From go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So we met up in the Student Life Lounge. For those of you listening outside right now, it's just around the wall, basically. Uh, we met there, and then we took the great drive up to Denver International Airport. We parked at Park DIA. Uh, anything exciting that you guys want to elaborate on on the drive up? Um... You know, I was playing tunes, and then Nate wasn't playing the music very loud, and so whenever Nate asked for, like, the chord to, like, charge his phone, it also took over the tunes, and then he turned his music up. I was very offended by that. I don't know. Yes. I don't know why I didn't bring it up at the time, Yeah. but, you know, it was, I just, I, I bottled things up. You don't want to get resentful, Phil. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. Bad. I bottle things up sometimes. And I don't express my feelings in an educative way. So well, I found out that Philip plays frisbee golf too. Oh yeah, which is oh, yeah. huge. Because <laughs> finding someone who plays frisbee golf who is also your age is hard to find. It's hard. It's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Park DIA, beautiful as ever. Lots of cars. You know, nothing new with Park yeah. DIA. And then the airport. Airport security was good. There was this guy who asked me like, "Why are you going to New York?" Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, podcast. And he's like. I don't know much about baseball, but then I was like, okay. And then he just walked away. So I was like, all right, you know, that's fine. It's fine. Got through security. That was good. We went on the train. Train was good. And then we went to the gate. And now first thing we got to the gate, we were like, we were at the right gate because it was a flight to Omaha. And folks, New York City is not in Omaha. (laughs) So we did not get on that trip. (laughs) 
we did not get on the Chicago one, but we went to the New York one, which is where we wanted to go. So anyway, <laughs> we rode on the plane. We all sat in the same row. So I was the Heck designated yeah. row guy because these guys couldn't check in on time. Uh, it's hard to check oh, in okay. sometimes. So B3. Some of us had wives. I had, so wow. We don't sit on the Southwest app waiting. I, I was. I was. <laughs> I was on B55, if anybody wanted to know yeah. the number. Yeah, B55. B17, baby. Okay. Now, so now we were on the row. We were in the row, and I was saving the spot. And there was this guy in front of me who thought it would be nice to recline a seat back on your flight. I was like, <laughs> okay, half hours. We're good. He literally like was like banging his head against his seat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are like, you doing? Three or four times. Yeah. And Charlie just made eye contact. Like, he did. Whoa. While I was playing backyard baseball 2001 on my Mac, I have not completed a single game yet. It's infuriating, but I love it. Are you still on that one game? We're still on the one home? game. Yep. Yeah, not good. We're not going to talk about that. So, Nate, why don't you... Uh, Carry it into Friday. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah, so Friday night. So yes, we no Friday morning. Okay, oh, keep going. Just yeah, remember. yeah. Thursday night, Friday morning. So we land. It was about midnight when we landed. Yeah. A, a little bit it's around that time. 11.50, something like that. So we land, and we get off the plane finally. Now, Philip had to put his bag kind of in the back of the plane. Yeah. And he had to go against the current, which didn't go super well for him. Yeah. It was hard, you know, like I literally just was like, listen, I can't get off. My bag is back there, people. You're blocking me. Hello. And, you know, people on planes, I don't get it sometimes because everybody is potentially going to get off. I understand that, you know, some people, they have connecting flights they don't want to miss yep. and stuff. Yep. But I'm Philip Hokey Thomas, baby. Come on now. He is Mr. Philly Cheese. I know you see my fro. This is Dr. Phil. I know you see me. $5 fill up. I'm saying I have to get back there. It's not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm joking the whole flight, my jokes are landing, everybody's laughing. I said, is this Europe? <laughs> <laughs> the whole plane exploded. Literally. Literally. Everyone <laughs> stood up at the same time and all clapped. Yeah. But I didn't, though, because it wasn't that funny to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, so, once it... About 30 minutes after the rest of us got off the plane, Philip joined us. Yep. And <laughs> um, we made our way to the air train. Uh, this was like a, basically a little train that took you to all the in different the terminals in the, air, <laughs> in the airport. And then eventually took you to the New York, New Work train station. Which and then from New there, Jersey. we went to Penn Station. Mm -hmm. And we uh, were buying our tickets and stuff. And we were like, okay, we have plenty of time for this next train. Yeah. So we get all the way to, like, we're one stop away from where we needed to be. They just tell us to get off the train. They don't really explain why, but we, we do. And then we get out. And then this train comes, and it says it's going the opposite way. But then they're like, you should get on this one. We're like, no, we have to go that way. And so we didn't listen. And that train they tried to have us go on basically went the wrong, like, the other way. Then it came back. We got on. We went running down the stairs. Yep. Yep. Uh different employees of the train company was just like, come on, come on, come on, pushing us through. Yep. We got on time. We didn't have to wait. I think the next train wasn't for another like 37 minutes. So. And I couldn't wait that long. <laughs> yeah. Could not have. We, we were very hungry. We forgot about the guy who totally faked us out though. Oh, the whenever psych he, guy. Yeah, whenever he was about psych. to get on our like, on our pod for the train. <laughs> oh, he, he yeah. walked literally yeah. he was about to step on and then just <laughs> cut right to the left. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't know if it was my it breath. It was impressive. He was... Know. Within two feet in the... I know. Yeah. Skr, skr. Philip, I don't think it was anything with you. Okay. 
Yeah. Don't feel self-conscious. It was definitely me. Because yeah. uh, well, I was in like the middle there, so mm-hmm. maybe just made eye contact. Maybe like, you were nope. too tall. Yeah. Too tall Jones. I didn't know no. if we were like just like hoodlums. We just looked like <laughs> just just deep. Silly, un- silly tourists. Yeah. Just, maybe that was know, Just rambunctious kids. I didn't know. But rambunctious teenagers. He, he definitely faked us out. That but, was yeah. He that was a fake out. Yeah, so we get to Penn Station, and our hotel is across the street from Penn Station slash Madison Square location, Garden. Location, location, location. Yeah, it was great. So we, you just come out of the staircase, and then there was our hotel right there. We crossed the street. It took us a little long to check in. I think it took us almost like 30 minutes, even though the hotel is kind of empty at that point. Uh, we get up to our rooms, uh, the executive suite in which we stayed Nothing in. Nothing but the best for us. Oh, yes. um, there are four beds, even though there are only three of us. No, it wasn't that luxurious. We had two double beds and then a, a bed, bed on a cart yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. If you ever stay at the Hotel Pennsylvania, 1403A, mm. look under the bed. I etched my name in there. Did you really? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you know, but if you do stay in that room, you know that we stayed there. So you're in the presence of greatness. Yeah, most illustrious college talk show host of all time. Absolutely. Right up there with Jesus and Mero. So, yeah, so we checked in. Yeah. We got to our room. We dropped over stuff. We were starving. We ate something at the airport, but we were definitely hungry. And New York yeah. is known for its pizza. It is. So uh, we went to our point man for pizza. Yeah. That's Charlie. If you want to explain on how we got to the pizza place we did, and then, yeah, it starts our whole food journey well, of this trip. Yeah, yes. And basically, I assigned myself the duty of food rating connoisseur. <laughs> so I was in charge of rating all of the places with a decimal point at the end. So we're not doing any of the 7-8 ratings. We're doing like 8.1, 8.2. First place we went to is Neapolitan Pizza. That was probably about a quarter mile from our hotel, 39th Street, I believe. So we tried it out. We walked in there, and that was open until 3 o'clock, which was, you know, really, really nice because we got in there, and most places were closed by 1 a.m., but yeah. it's New York, so there are places that are open late. We got in there, and first thing I noticed, they don't sell anything by the slice. I was like, okay. You know, we can deal with that. So it was a smaller pizza. Got in there, ate the pizza. And you know what? I'd give Neapolitan Express an 8.1. Not bad. Pretty good. The lady did say at the end that my mother raised me right because I helped her push in chairs. So that was very nice. I was like, okay, extra .1 boost. Pretty good. Very nice. Then we were like, okay, we're going to walk back to the hotel. And there was another pizza place. And... Everyone was like, okay, we're not going to go there because we tried it last year and it didn't look very good. Yeah. And the first thing I love about New York City is how they have all the sanitation department. They come around and they give you a letter rating. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this reassures me you got an A. Like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. So Neapolitan Express, 8.1. I would give it a 7.3. Uh, yeah, it would be a 7.5 for me. I sh- you know, my pizza was warm. It was. I liked it. I like it warm. But it just wasn't good. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Nate, we're heading into Friday now. What do we do Friday? All right, we're heading Friday. So, obviously, the late night. We weren't up super early. I think we got up around 9 or 10 o'clock that morning. A.M. A.M., yeah. not P.M. And I think the first thing we did was we head up to the conference. I think we checked out one or two sessions. And then we were going to check out a sports one. And after a while, we just weren't in love with that session entirely. And so... We decided, you know what? It's lunchtime. Let's try to get lunch before the keynote, which was like about an hour away. So we thought we had plenty of time to go walk down somewhere, get lunch. Well, you know, New York is a very distracting place. There's oh, yes. a lot going on. You have billboards. You have DJ Kenny. 
you have all these different people around trying to distract you. And so we walked a little longer than we anticipated. We did. Uh, we walked amazing. past Times Square, which is about a mile from our hotel. So mm. we're already about 20, 30 minutes into our journey to lunch. And we couldn't, we, I don't know if it was this day or Saturday, but we like had a place in mind and then it Saturday. wasn't by the slice. That was Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Did we have a plan for lunch, or we just kind of walked? On we just kind of freeballed it. Kind of walked, okay. you know. Then kinda we saw walked. this place. It looked like a pretty good diner. Oh place. yeah, majestic. Oh, yeah, majestic. Yep. I had a cannoli. Uh, that'll come later. Yeah. But so, walk in yeah. there. You know, we're looking at things, and I think I ordered a, uh, like a like a panini something. Mm, you and did, it, and I was like. I rate that a nine. That was really good. I liked it. And then my cannoli, a six. Not a good yeah, cannoli. Yeah, Nate, Nate too, didn't like... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Too much cut, not enough noli. Mm. That's a good um, point. I'm done. We should put that on t-shirts. Now, <laughs> Nate did not like this place because the turkey he was given was in chunks and not in slices. It was in chunks and then... So I got He's like anti-chunk. The avocado special, yep. I mm. believe. And it had raisins and cranberries in it, too. And it was like... Not a big fruit guy. Yeah. No, it was not great. Huh. I got a sandwich. I can't remember what, but it was good. 7.1, I would say. But not the ideal ideal spot. 5.3 for me there. Okay. Philip, let's pay attention here. Oh, Come on, what's sorry, your food sorry. rating, buddy? My food rating would have to be... An 8.3, you know, Ooh. that cannoli oh. really... Is that just, mixed with the cannoli? Yeah, okay. the cannoli really took it down, you know. If it was, if my cannoli was stellar, I'd give it like a 9.5, but... Oh. Okay, no. yeah, so then we walked back from that, and we went to the keynote, so we <coughs> caught probably the last 20 minutes of the keynote. Yeah. Um, it was this guy from iHeartRadio, and he was telling us about someone who got fired because they said... That they were getting a raise and they weren't supposed to. So that's what I that's what yeah. I took out of that. If someone says, "Don't tell someone something," and you do, that's bad. Yeah. Don't want to do yeah. that. That was who, very interesting. Who knew? Yeah. That yeah. Taking information that you're not supposed to relinquish can lead to bad things. And then leaking it out there can lead to bad things. It's yeah. Like, it's like there's a law against that or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. He had some interesting points. We kind of were there for like the Q and A session. But he definitely went like almost 30 minutes past his mm -hmm. he did. time. And so not everyone was engaged by that point in the mm -hmm. conversation. But it was definitely interesting. And then I think from there, we Do we want to talk about this? Oh, we, we can get to that. I think we'll we get found to that this out like, end. yeah, a little bit after. I didn't know you had pictures of that. Oh, I did. It's, it's, uh, it's a staple part. Of it yeah, it is a pretty big part well, of the trip. That's a teaser. We'll yeah, get to that. Tease for you guys. And we went to a couple more sessions after that. And then around, I think we stopped going to sessions around four. We went to, Philip and I went to a good news one. Uh, that was really interesting. He was a news reporter for CBS. Yeah, he had really cool um, recordings of him, like, just getting, like, the ambiance yeah. and stuff. Like, he was talking about, like, weather. And he had, like, people, like, walking in, like, the rain and stuff like that. And I felt like that was really cool. And then he had, like, a sports one where I think it was, like, a, was it a baseball yeah, game? Yeah, right? it was the wild card game against the Yankees, for mm -hmm. the Yankees. And they had the they chance of, the we want right Boston. Now. Yeah, they did not want Boston. But mm. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. He he had some good points. I asked him about, like, pressing politicians and stuff like that. And um, told me about, I asked him, you know, if you ask a politician a question and they walk away, 
Like, what do you do in that instance? Or how do you question them to where they won't walk away? Yeah. And he, he basically told me, if they walk away, that's your answer. Huh. You know, that's your, that's what you put in the story. That's what you write down. And you make sure that that is pointed across to everybody that they walked away. Yeah. Wow. And that's that Friday night, most of the, or all of the group went to MoMA, the Museum of yes, Modern, Modern Art. Art. And then I actually got to go to a Rangers game with, Former guest Max Tisenbaum and close personal friend of mine. We've had him on the yeah, show. Very cool. That was really fun. The Rangers ended up losing four to two, so that was not fun. No. <laughs> a bunch of Canadians fans from Montreal were there, and they were trash talking us in French and singing the anthem in French. So I was like, okay, that's yeah, fun. Interesting. And then once we got back, I think we walked to Thirty Rock. Check that out. There were already people waiting in line for Saturday Night Live, which was crazy yeah. considering that wasn't for a full. 24 hours yeah and um, it wasn't not the best weather conditions no, it was either rainy. It was cold yeah it was cold. yeah and i think freezing rain yeah, yeah like friday that night it was like the freezing rain yeah. and it then ended up snowing a good amount too mm-hmm. like i'd say about two rough. inches yeah. so that's yeah that's a little rough uh moma i i had never been to a museum like that before and i don't know if it was necessarily my cup of tea yeah uh per se uh, we got some excellent photos. You know, oh, yeah. we went to, Philip and I, we went to look at the art, and then we found out that truly we are the art. Wow. Yes. And that's when we decided it was time to go. People were looking at us more than they, they were looking were, at they the were exhibits. Pictures of you so there was a broom on the wall. Yeah. That was art. Yeah. It Apparently. was like, it was like great design is art. So, like, it, there was this one picture of like a gorilla eating a recliner because it's not great design or something mm. like that, that like the mm. exhibitor painted. It was a very interesting place. It was like a six-story museum, yeah. too. and It was free. Spread out. It was, it was nice free. It was yeah, free. it was nice that it was free. A lot of people there. There's also a helicopter randomly hanging from the yeah. ceiling. Uh, there's a I lot of projectors. I don't know much about art to the yeah. point where, because, like, me and Nate, we're kind of the same, where, like, if the art just doesn't come out and tell you what <laughs> they were thinking and, like, what it is and, like, what they're trying to get across, yeah, I'll just sit there and be like, hmm, like, what? Well, Come on, just tell me what yes. you're trying. Like, I don't get it. Especially with modern art. Like, a lot of it was abstract. The, the biggest exhibit we went into was, like, all abstract yeah. art. And some of his stuff was, like, interesting. But I was like, I don't know how to take this. Like, what are you trying to tell me yeah. you were feeling in these moments? It was interesting. Something of note, I was watching the full episode of SNL last night. And in the intro, I can't remember which cast member it is. But part of their intro is in the MoMA where we took the pictures, like in that staircase area. Really? I was like, we were there. Ooh. We're on the cast of SNL. So you can send us congrats later. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We are just talking to you, our only listener. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we did that. Unfortunately, we did make a mistake in our food journey here. And this is where we... Yeah, this is horrible. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't a part of this. Yeah, it was not a great moment. Uh, we were originally planning to go to a Cuban place uh, that fell through, and so we ended up at Chick Fil A in New York City. Mind you, this though—it's a two-story Chick Fil A. Yes, so it's not your average mill. Not the average Chick Fil A. Yeah, they—they were a little different. The guy that was giving my order—he was very friendly to me. Yeah. Which was like surprising because most of the people that I interacted with in New York were very mean. Yeah, it was definitely the nicest people I think in New. York. Them and 30 Rock. 30 Rock had some moments to talk about Rock. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. They're pretty friendly to us as well, but for the most part, not the nicest people in the world. You know, I got a guy basically picked me up and moved me once. So 
you know, they're not the nicest people in the world. But yeah, we ate there. It was like every other Chick-fil-A that you've ever been to. Normal. Yeah, so we yeah. regret to inform everyone that we did make a mistake. But when we get to this part of the story, we do ha we redeemed ourselves. We oh, had yeah. two dinners that night to negate the Chick-fil-A. So we took one for the team and had two meals. Wow. Just so we can negate this Thanks experience. for your service. You're welcome. Appreciate and so it. we went to TikTok Diner. Yeah. With Charlie after with giant we... pictures of Kesha on the wall. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I didn't that. see those pictures TikTok. of Kesha. All right. You know what? All right. Oh. <laughs> and we ate there. Uh, so what are you guys' food ratings for that one? I'll, I'll give mine. I had the French toast with Nutella. A little too much Nutella in that. A little bit. If you're listening, TikTok Diner... Like yeah. uh, chefs, owner, Kesha. whoever. Well, the Kesha. owner actually came up to us and said he was a longtime listener, yep. yeah. first-time yeah. follower. Yep. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so I told him, "I'm telling you, way too much Nutella. You drowned my French toast in Nutella, and then didn't give me enough syrup to where I could wash it out. Mm. Literally, I need the whole bottle. Like, if you're gonna give us syrup, I need the whole bottle. I'm like the guy from Elf. I just drink it straight." Okay. Yeah, okay. I would give it a 7.8. I got okay. a chicken Caesar wrap. I think, Nate, I think you were on a food high last year because you got the cheese balls. Yeah. And I, those were, uh, those yeah, were they uh, weren't that good this year. I, I think, no. so last year I, I went to this diner after I had just won Best Sports Talk program. So I was kind of, I was feeling the victory. So I think everything, I thought it was the best cup of coffee I'd ever had. That was the best <laughs> sandwich I'd ever had. This year is mediocre. I ranked the whole experience as 6.5. took a while for the guy to take our order. We kind of sat there for a little bit. Yeah. He always seemed upset to give us water for whatever reason. So. Well, I think I like it's because we, we uh, seated ourselves and we were yeah. supposed to wait. I like to talk about the, the fact that why does New York give you such small cups mm. for water? I think it's a problem. Cuomo, get on that. All right, conspiracy theory. I think they give you smaller water cups because they want you to buy something and then they give you a bigger cup. Ooh. Da, right. da, da, da. That's very interesting. And we're also live on Instagram, too. You can, uh, Speedy McNate, we're right there. Uh, Charlie's quite not in the picture because... That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but all three of us are here right now talking New York City. So you just tuned in. If you're on Instagram Live right now, if you are just walking through the halls, we're talking about New York City. We were just there. We kind of just wrapped up our Thursday and Friday experience. And we're on to yep. Saturday, which I think was probably the most packed day we did full of things. Uh, we, a couple people are waving to us right now. Oh, oh Paige oh, just joined. No. Thank you. Hi, Paige. <laughs> Number one fan. Hi, Paige. Awesome. Right. So, yeah. So, Friday night's over. We went to bed. Uh, and this is where we can talk about one of the better experiences we had in New York. And that was dropping pennies. Uh, and Charlie, if you want to elaborate on this great experience, he has a great photo. He might post it later so you guys can get the real image of us right now. Uh, this will go in that pers my personal archives forever. You have to be there to experience <laughs> the wonder of this. So basically in Hotel Pennsylvania, there's four staircases. An A, a B, a C, and a D staircase. Now, each staircase is unique. It's like children and snowflakes. You know, they're all unique. They're all different. Yeah, very right? different. So, you know, we tried each of the staircases on a different night. So staircase A, 
wasn't great because, you know, the railings were kind of blocking each other and it wasn't straight down. So we're like, okay, you know, I give it a six. Okay. Staircase B, eh, it was okay. I give it a seven. But yeah. once you got to staircase C, perfect vertical angles. You could see all the way down. Everything was great. Wide corridors. Wide corridors. Yeah, it was yeah. perfect. Low traffic. So it was great. So what we would do is we'd get to the top of the 18th floor and we would get pennies. Of course, you know, not nickels and dimes because we need to hold on to those for our savings accounts, yes. right? <laughs> so we just drop them and we'd see how far they'd go. And that's basically it. People are like, oh, it's so dumb, but we, you know, it probably was because we were tired at 1.45 in the morning. Oh, yeah. If you weren't in the moment, yeah, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. The right. joy that it brought me and everybody else, yeah. you just got a perfect release oh, man. straight It's down. all about the grip. Yeah. You know? And our Instagram live viewers can't see this because I'm behind a microphone. But <laughs> you go like this and you kind of drop it. Otherwise, I was going to try a spin trick where you flip it off your finger and you let it yeah. spiral down. That, that didn't pretty, work for me. It worked once, I think. We also thought, like, maybe force, like, you're kind of forcing it down the staircase might be a little better, you know, yeah. so it's not floating as much. Because you definitely notice, after it dropped about 10 to 12, you got, like, a perfect drop. 10 to 12 stories. Then it started to curve, so you know. The curvature. Yep. Terminal velocity. And then it would go in the staircase there. We had a couple great ones where we got it pretty Man. close to the end there in staircase C. But yeah, we did that both nights. We had we way yeah. too much fun doing it. Oh yeah, really. And good. especially when we were like, when we had really good drops, going from eighteen to one is a lot, and then going back up to drop it again. It's fantastic, good yeah. workout too. Yeah, oh yeah. So we definitely gained some muscles here in New York City. Well, then on sorry to interrupt, but on yeah. Saturday morning we went to Thirty Rock, right? Or we walked to that because after TikTok Diner, then we went and walked. Yeah, yeah. So after TikTok Diner, we went and walked. I believe everything was kind of shut down. Like, we weren't able to yeah. get anywhere near um, the ice rink or anything like that. We walked around 30 Rock. That was all closed, all that, and more. And so then we headed, then we went to bed. We did. Kind of. Wow. We dropped the pennies and stuff for a while. That was really uh, We went to bed around 3 a.m., and then we were up in Adam around 11? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was. Time's you guys hard. were Time's sleeping hard. until noon. Yes. So I woke up at 11, and I have another pizza review here. Okay. So I went to Rose's Pizza. Now, Rose's Pizza is kind of a hole-in-the-wall pizza shop you'll never know is there. It's at the bottom of the Madison Square Garden Rail Station. So if you're going to Long Island or you're going to go visit Johnny B somewhere, that's yeah. where you, you take the rail station. Uh, went to Rose's Pizza, got a slice of pepperoni. I have a picture of it <coughs> here. It was a very beautiful slice. Had a lot of had a lot of flop. You know, if James yeah. Harden owned this pizza place, he could call it. The, yeah, never mind. I don't know what's going on. It was good. It was a flop joke. It was a flop joke. It started so good. It was so wet. Yeah, it kind of flopped. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Anyway, I ate it on the way back, and Nate was barely awake by that time, so he just laughed at me for bringing a slice of pizza. I was like, okay. You know, I respect that. But I give it an 8.8. Sauce was good. It was between, a, like, a sweet and a spicy sauce. So it complemented well with the pepperoni. So, yeah. And yeah. then we woke up. We went to Central Park. And so we were like, yeah, let's make it back for the keynote. Like, for sure we'll make it yeah. back. Nope, we didn't. We, we never made it yeah. back to the Central keynote. Central Park is far away. Yeah. And once again, we were on a mission for food. Sure. And once again, we didn't have, like, a place in mind. And that's the beauty of New York. You walk five, you don't like a food place, walk five feet, there's another one. Oh, yeah. And they might, you know, you're like, ah, oh, this place just has pizza. 
next place is Pizza Chicken. You can get both pizza and chicken. So New York has a little bit of everything there. And so we walked so advanced about that four was... miles to Central Park. It was yeah. gorgeous. It was covered in snow. There's horse and carriages. A Rod was there. A Rod was there. Philip got to meet J Lo. It was I, really. I, did. I I was I was this close to stealing his girl. And, it was a wonderful experience. I didn't want to break up a family. That's good. Thanks. What a man. Thank you. <laughs> and so we, from there, we're like, okay, let's find food on the way back. As we mentioned earlier, we are across the street from Madison Square Garden. And Charlie had his delightful pizza, Rose's Pizza. It was really good. And we went all the way back to Madison Square Garden, down to Penn Station, to get a slice of pizza. It was pretty good. I got two, three slices. Yeah, got you two went, pepperoni. You big daddy on it. I went two pepperoni, and then I had uh, barbecue chicken pizza. Barbecue mm. chicken, yeah. I, I didn't love it. It's one of my favorite kinds of pizza, but it's not always the best made, especially if like chicken isn't cooked right. Chicken was dry, therefore it kind of ruined the whole pizza. So that pizza alone, I give it about four stars. Yeah. But the pepperoni was a 9.5. Oh, yeah. yeah boy, the, oh, boy, that was I good. had the pepperoni as well. Nine out of ten. I also had the garlic knots. I like them. I don't know what herbs they're using on their garlic knots, but they're mm. using way too much of it. And then two, my breath just smelled like garlic knots for at least six hours. <laughs> Every time I just took like a breath out, I just got a huge like whiff of just like garlic knot, and I was just like, oh god, I need, I need, I need gum. And so I think I say the garlic knots are an eight, but the oh. pizza was definitely like a nine, nine point five. One of the best pizzas I've ever had. Yeah. Also, to go back to Friday a bit, and we'll elaborate more when we get to Sunday, but uh, Friday, before Charlie left for the Rangers game, was our first experience in the New York City NBA store. And it was a great experience. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that a little later. But, yeah, I loved Roses. And what did you think about it the second time around? Because you you got to visit it again. Was it Second time around, I the service was worse i tried to get my change back and the guy didn't give me the change and he stared at me i was like okay i'm not getting back the change that's okay uh food was good though i do have some breaking football news pertains to the broncos case keenum has been traded to the washington redskins that's a whoa sixth and seventh round pick so they got sixth and seventh round pick for case keenum correct so he's gone anyway by case by case by case okay Pizza, yeah, pizza, even though it was two cents, like, those are two valuable pennies I could have been used to toss down the stairs. And the yes. guy obviously didn't realize that. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for bringing awareness to this wonderful cause. Yeah. This yeah. is a scandal that needs to be brought Shut to the down governor of, N- of New York. Yeah. Cuomo, do something about this. <laughs> Jesus. Put right. your city under control. From there, we went back across the street to our hotel, and we mm-hmm. attended some sessions, I think. We did. We might have. No, I can't did. quite remember. Uh, the no, days are all blending together. I don't, I don't know no, what we, we did each day. We were supposed to, but okay. we didn't. Uh, so we went to some sessions, yeah. maybe. Nope. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> and we then... When was the comedy one? Was that the day before then? I thought we That was Friday. Comedy. Oh, that was Friday. Okay. See, the days were just blending together. When the guy didn't look like he was funny, but then he was kind of funny, and then he didn't realize that Chrissy Teigen was following him on Twitter. <laughs> that's the guy that's investigative journalism right there yeah big J big J and so we went 
And then we got ready for award ceremony. We had to look our best. You know, we were nominated for a total of four awards for UCCS Radio. So we looked our best. We were shining our shoes. We were tying our ties. We were buttoning those pants and zipping up. I have a riddle for our listeners. We got nominated for four awards, but we got five trophies. What happened? Comment, (laughs) Comment and you'll get a prize. Awesome. Yep. So we went to the award ceremony. It's kind of a long award ceremony, a little over an hour. And they go through, you know, before they went through all the nominees, this year they just announced the winners for each category except for, like, the biggest ones, like best student manager of the year, best station of the year, stuff like that. Yep. So we sat through the award ceremony. It was streamed live on Facebook. Uh, that's where Philip and I's moms, uh, that was incorrect grammar, though, uh, mothers they, of Philip and mothers I. Mothers of Philip and I. Thank you very much. <laughs> we have an English scholar in the room right now. They <laughs> met through that Facebook live stream, and they are now Facebook friends official. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm just wondering who taught my mom how to use gifts. <laughs> we talked about this. No, we talked pro- about this. Is probably my little sister, Mariah. Stop showing my mom how to do things on Facebook. <laughs> Don't do it. It's dangerous. Who knows what this woman can do with the power of gifts? Um, my mother on her face, our Instagram live stream said buy cakes as well. She wanted to join in she on the fun there. She form of buy. She did not use she a cake. No, she's teaching our youth as well. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, we went and Philip and I, yeah, so we went across the street with the girls. We hung out there for a little bit. We game planned on what we were going to do. We knew we wanted to go on top of a tall building. We didn't know exactly which building we want to go on top of. And we decided the 30 Rock Center, oh, yeah. Rockefeller Center. So we made our journey on over there. We weren't quite hungry yet because we had a pretty big lunch. I had three pieces of giant pizza. So I was pretty good at that point. So we went over to 30 Rock. We got to see the ice skating rink again. That was very nice. I enjoyed that. And then we went in for the to buy tickets for 30 Rock. We went up. We took some great pictures. So they they have like a professional photographer who takes pictures before you go up to the top of the rock. It was great pictures. They wanted like 40 bucks for a digital download. And so we passed hard on that one. And so then you go on this like, how long do you think the elevator ride was? 43 seconds. 43 seconds. Yeah, 47 seconds. Okay. Somewhere in the middle. 45 seconds. Just me in the middle there. Uh, it went up really fast. Your ears kind of pop because you're going up pretty quickly. I think it was 70 stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was 68, and then we had to walk up to 70 and stories. And then 71. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah. So we go to the top, and then when you get there, you're met with a gift shop, like, right away. Of course. Obviously. It's always a good tactic. Yeah. And then there's, like, so when you first get up there, there's, like, the observation deck. Mm-hmm. That beginning one there then you go to the next floor which is like you're higher up and then finally you're at the very top what were your thoughts of 30 rock oh my my thoughts top was, of the rock i mean top of the rock was awesome you know seeing all the lights especially at night i feel like it's a better experience going at night even though like you technically i bet you can't like see that much of the city but like all the lights of the city awesome. is just like mind-boggling and you can just see just like looking as far as you can and, uh, you can just see lights on lights on lights um, it was an awesome experience. Going up there was fun. Yeah. And, you know, I give it a, a 9 out of 10. 
Nice. Just because of the digital download. Like, I really like the photos that we yeah. took, especially the ones of us just, like, trying to, like, push each other off and stuff. Yeah. And then, but 40 bucks or 50 bucks for... 30 for no, 30 bucks. Eight, yeah, 30 right. bucks for a small picture. It's like, come on, dude. I know you can airdrop this to me. Yeah. They were on iPads. We should have done that, yeah. man. Beat the system. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was great. What are your thoughts on Top of the Rock, Charlie? Uh, it was fantastic. I mean, there's nothing like it, just watching it. And just, I mean, it's amazing seeing all the lights and all the buildings. And you look, you know, you go 360 degrees around the building, and there's something always going. Like, you could yeah. see Ellis Island. You could look into Brooklyn. You could see, you know, Midtown Manhattan. If you look behind you, you could see... You know, different parts of, you could see, you know, Upper West Side, or there's just so many different areas that you could see. And I think for the price that we paid to get in, it was definitely worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. So from there, we were hungry. And so I think we went, yeah, it was right out there. So a little bit of story. So on Friday night without Charlie, we went to the United Nations building. It was a nice walk. Oh, yeah. And it was one of our goals to ride in New York cab. Mm -hmm. And Philip wanted to be the one to call it. Yeah. Um, Why don't you discuss that? Listen, <laughs> New York cabs, respect me. When I'm in the city and I go like this with my two fingers and I go up and down and I'm like, that's eight. <laughs> you stop. You stop on the first try. Okay. I, I was holding my hand out clearly. I know you weren't, didn't have anybody with you in there. And you went right by me. In front of the United Nations building, you're trying to embarrass me? Are you trying to embarrass me right now? I, I don't get it. But, you know, got to stay calm here. Kid-friendly show. It's not my show. Runners a scoring position. I got to stay. I got to stay cordial. I got to stay to the decorum of the radio station right now. Nate, do you want to talk about what happened when I called the cab? Well, uh, have we talked about your problems with paying for the taxi oh, yet? Okay. Nice. We, I went in. We, we, I finally <laughs> got the cab. We took it back to the Hotel Pennsylvania. And then I tried to pay for it with my card. I don't know what was going on. My card was working throughout the weekend, except for the end. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, tr you know, it was like, nope, it's not working. And I'm like, well... That's all I have is cat, a card. And he was getting very agitated with me. I wanted to tell him, sir, please calm down. I'm a respectable citizen. I see the sign that says if you assault a taxi driver, it's a felony. I am going to abide by the law. So I turned politely to my friend Nate and said, pay for this cab. <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> I offered I had cash. It was a little easier. He didn't even say thank you when we paid him. He was he was not the happiest of the experience. And so flash forward to probably around the same time of night with Charlie. We walk outside 30 Rock, take a couple steps out. We decide we wanted to try the Seinfeld Diner. That was about four miles away. We liked walking, but that seemed a little far in like 30 degree weather for us at that point. And so Charlie was like, you know what? I got this. And can you talk a little bit about your technique on how you yeah, effectively called this cab? Okay. So, essentially, folks, get, get what you're going to want to do... Get the stream on him. Essentially, what you're going to want to do, folks, is make sure everything's out of your pockets so that there's no hindrance for your movement, right? 
So you're going to approach the cab like you're going to look at it. And you're going to say, okay, this is the cab I want. Then two fingers out. You don't move them up and down. Two fingers out. You whistle because, you know, you know they'll never hear you. Yeah. But you do it anyway. Okay. And you go like that. And you have to make sure that your wrist extends past the curb and there's no objects. Okay. So let's say trying to call a cab, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I'm never going to make it. This will not work because they cannot see. Oh, okay. This yeah. won't work either. You have to make sure clear, no objects, nobody walk, coming through. Yeah. And you have to catch them at the right time. If okay. They look like they're going 40 miles an hour. They're not stopping for you, folks. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now. They're not stopping. If they're going less than 40, yeah. 38, 37, yeah. you can get them. And maybe, you know, if you want to extend, you can get a little work on your quads here. Okay. A knee extension outward. Yeah. Now, an optional trip tip to success, you know, as Philip did, is yelling taxi. Okay. But then again, with the whistling, they can't hear you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could see your mouth go like that, but this shows you're ready to go and you're obviously a New Yorker. The two fingers. Means two fingers. You're serious. You mean it okay. does mean three you're fingers serious. means like uh, I don't know. You're if playing I around. Have... Not as confident. Yeah. This just means you're goofing around. This. Don't even try. Okay? Right Don't here. Even try this, not professional. Right here. Boom. Two fingers out. No moving up and down. Oh, so right. that's the problem I had. I was going like this. Okay. And, you know, maybe that's distracting of like pointing like, hey, go that way. But nobody, I, all the movies that I've watched, they're going like that. Mm -mm. Well, well, see, that's another thing, folks, for our less than five viewers who are watching on the live stream right now. It is only our station manager, Maddie, currently. Okay, whatever. So, <laughs> you never want to wag. Yeah. Because on movies, it's anyone can call a cab on a movie. You oh, just yeah. say, okay, cab driver, you're going to go towards the person calling it. Yeah. That's not real life. You can't stage real life, folks. Okay. okay it's natural. Yeah. It's just like an apple. It's natural. Not processed. So, anyway, you go like that. Make sure your knee is... You can do an op optional knee extension like that. Make sure you're standing tall confident what i've learned is that if you know correct posture you want to have a book on your head okay you go like that <sighs> taxi done nobody sent me this tutorial before i went to new york it's called a life tutorial you know that was it, good content. i think it would have helped for sure i i think our instagram viewers really like that uh they um, got a zero instagram yeah viewers. they really like the insight there <laughs> uh they'll be able to look at this later so yeah, i think we'll they'll be. really enjoy it later but yeah, so that was, we took the cab, the driver didn't know where Tom's restaurant was. Which, that was strike number one. But he was a nice guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Uh, he talked to us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have great conversations with our drivers between Uber, taxi, or anything like well, I that. Think I thought the Uber guy was good. Uber yeah. guy, Ribhan. 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 Well, okay. there is only one problem with that, but we'll touch on that later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we... We take the cab there, we go in, we kind of expected, it was a Saturday night in New York City, we thought it was going to be packed because it's a tourist destination, there are a lot of us tourists out on Saturday nights, but they were not, it was empty pretty much, we walked right in, got a table, I got the pastrami Reuben, I believe, is that I got, got the same thing too. What did you get at Tom's Restaurant? Um, oh man, they, oh I got a chicken, I got a Euro chicken thing, chicken, okay. Euro chicken sandwich with, nice. with fries. Ooh. Sounds really good. I, I would give that an 8.2. Yeah. 
My only complaint with the pastrami Reuben is that I had a little too much cheese. Don't you think, Nate? I, I like will... the cheese. Yeah, I, like I, I give that one a 9.8. That oh. was the, my favorite meal. Yeah. <laughs> you also got, it cup, came with a cup of soup. Like, cup soup was, was pretty good. good. Yeah, I think. And it was our cheapest meal, too. It was. It was, it was. really good. I, I, I'd give it a, a 9.4. Nice. Yeah. Just so good. So good. And then, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. It was cool being in, like, they had different pictures, Seinfeld, and the menu it explains. Yeah. It's been in a couple different movies, yeah. different things like that. Yeah. Sure. Well, after we went to Tom's restaurant, mm-hmm. we took a stroll down Columbia yeah. University. Um, we felt very out of place there. Yes. Because everybody there seemed like a genius. Yeah. Even though they were walking right by us, I could, I could feel their IQs as I was <laughs> walking by them. They just hit us in the shoulder yeah. constantly. But that was a good campus. Then we walked to Juilliard, and I enrolled and I, I'm in now so <laughs> yeah so this, this is actually last show is it you yeah, um, yeah yeah this is actually my last show I'm going into Juilliard for ballet oh um, it's not a piano keyboard major no oh, okay. nope 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 I want to make money <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so you know going to ballet now I'm unfortunately not going to be able to be the vice president of the student government association next year um sorry so I Instead, we'll be taking your spot. Oh, yes. As VP. Oh, very nice. My campaign is TBD. Okay. Can't share that right now. That's my right. campaign Classified goes. information. Yeah. That's classified. great. Yeah, we walked around there for a bit. We went into this one church. The doors were unlocked, so we kind of thought it was open. It was not open. And then a guy greeted us as we walked <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, and he was really nice. He's like, welcome. Thanks for coming. And I was like, okay, good sign. Yeah. And then there's a guy at the front. He's like, can I help you guys? And I was just like, uh, we're just looking and he's like yeah we're closed and I was like, okay so then we left and it was really tall church yeah um, so then the guy greeted us on the way out he's like all right see you later so then we're walking up towards riverside park yes and we see this giant memorial and so i was like what is this you know completely out of place with everything else there a bunch of trees surrounding it so it turns out it was ulysses s grant's tomb yeah. Which I had no idea. And then, of course, when you're looking, it says no trespassing sign. And then, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but way in the corner, there was a person just sitting in the hut, you know, just in case one of us tried to jump the fence <laughs> and get in yeah. and they're, you know, come tackle us. Still but, one that, of the UCCS Grants' teeth. That did not that happen. Um, and then after that, you know, we just kind of walked around, checked everything out. Riverside Park was really nice. You know, the river separates New York from New Jersey. And then we got our cab or an Uber ride, actually. And so all of us, our phones were on really low batteries. We were choosing yeah. which phones to get it on. And, of course, my Uber app wasn't working. So Phillips worked. And we got Ribhan, who was really nice. Yeah. And we are like, where is he? Because it said it was here. And it turns out it was on the street below us. We were yeah. running down. And we were apologizing. <coughs> it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and he was like, it's okay. Then we went to Insomnia Cookies. Yeah. Which initially looked good. So yeah. I was like, okay, this looks really good. Then there were probably about 80 high school students there. And my presumption was is that they were all there for the Travis Scott concert. And they all just kind of walked out of insomnia. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're like, we're not going to do this. There was a line outside the door. So they we were, were arguing with each other. I could not do it. Yeah. I could, yeah. Not, I could not sit there Mm-mm. and eat a cookie and not make fun of them. <laughs> That's right. So then we walked back to our hotel. We were trying to find good spots. We went to this French-Korean bakery called Two's... Le Jours, and mm-hmm. we looked, you know, at a bakery there, and it was okay. Didn't look nothing great, nothing that it was really stood all out. Finger food, like 
food that I could fit in my mouth in one bite. Yeah. yeah. Pay five bucks for that. So then we ended up going to the deli inside the hotel, which yeah. was really good, and got some food. I mean, then we went to bed pretty late that night. It was like 3.30. 3.30, yeah. We were out for a while from Top of the Rock, because we went to Top of the Rock, then we went to the Seinfeld Diner, and then we did all that stuff. And we were walking around for a while. Can I can I go back to whenever we were um, walking by the Seaside Park or whatever? Yeah. If you, uh, if Riverside? You, Riverside Park. Nice. If you look down, there was a... There was a Diplomats post uh, billboard, and then next to it was a Salino and Barnes um, uh, billboard, lawyer. L- lawyer billboard. They were then featured on SNL later that night in huh. the Shark Tank skit. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why I remembered their names of just like, it, it was just kind of New York names with like Salino and Barnes yeah. you know, and stuff, but... Anyway, that's a tangent on another day. Wow. Wow, that's, yeah. I haven't finished the newest episode. So no, yeah. wow, that's it's really, really funny. funny. That's awesome. So, yeah. So that kind of wraps up the Saturday night. Anything you guys want to add about Saturday night? Saturday night was good. I think th- even though we lost, I would say that was probably the most exciting night for me. Just walking around and checking out the Upper West Side was really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, we also had, uh, on Saturday, we had a man greet us. And he was saying, <clears throat> so we have two stories. One's not really safe for college radio, so we won't release that one on the air. But this one I think is pretty safe. Anyways, this is man, and presumably homeless, not 100% sure. He had a nice speaker system, so I, I'm not 100% sure on the state of his employment or housing, but he was kind of in the middle of the street. Like, he was not on the sidewalk at all. Like, oh, kinda... oh, this guy. Yeah. He's definitely in the middle of the street. Was this walking back from Central Park? Are we talking about this yes. guy? Yeah. yeah, we're talking about this ah, guy. And this guy. he was, I think he kind of looked at us and saw college-age students, and he's like, stay in school. And Philip, being the gentleman he is, gave yeah, him the yeah. good old finger guns right there Oh yeah. Uh, to let him know he approves of that message. And he said, thanks, brother. Chocolate and vanilla got to stay together. And so we're using the show to officially announce our boy band name, Chocolate and Vanilla. Our official single, Stay Together, will be out in the next four to 30 years. So that's a wide range. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to keep your ears open for that. Yeah. We don't have masterpieces. Yeah. We have no idea how to record things. So we need to figure that out first. And then, (laughs) then we can get going there. And he also said, I love you. I'm your president. I love you. I'm your new president. So we think he's our best friend, but we're not 100% sure right now. He's the country we, he's the president this country needs. Honestly, um, it's going to be better than all 45 of the other ones. He, he has a better message than all of them. Stay together. Stay in school. Chocolate and vanilla. What more do you want, people? What more do you need? Bob just said it right there. All right, so we're on Sunday now. And we woke up, uh, I think this might have been an earliest wake up, like 9.30, 10-ish. Mostly because we had to check out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we did that, and we put our bags downstairs so that we could walk around New York freely without our suitcases. And as we're walking around, so we then went to breakfast slash lunch is around 11. Al's Al's Deli. Yeah. I would give that 8.5. Not bad. 7.6. 7.6. Not bad. I'm going to have to go with an 8. Okay. That's fair. Straight up 8. My no breakfast decimals. panini was light on the breakfast, heavy on the panini. Mm. Mm. Yep, I feel that. 
Yeah. And then afterwards, us three walked to the NBA store, which those who have not been to the NBA store in New York, it's something else. It's it's three stories of beautiful merch uh, and beautiful people walking in the store. I mean, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. It really isn't like there's so much memorabilia downstairs that I was just staring at it for the longest time. Yeah. Um, I bought a wizard's hoodie where I was made fun of by not only the people that I was with, but the I clerk didn't... as well. <laughs> he did give you a hard time. <laughs> yep. I really love that. <laughs> he was like, he was asking you if John Wall was going to get traded. I was so invested in how much he was roasting you and your team. That the other guy was like, hey, over here, over here. And I'm like, keep roasting him. I get tuned to that. That was definitely interesting as well. It was beautiful. There's memorabilia all over the place. It's really cool jerseys. Some of really expensive stuff. I got a really cool Michael Jordan, North Carolina t-shirt. I thought that was pretty cool. I wore it on Tuesday. I got six people commented on it. No one ever comments on my clothes. So it was a pretty good day for me. Yeah, I wore it on Tuesday. Was I one of those six? Yes, you were. Okay. Yeah. And then not. Bradley was one of those as well, because he's from North Carolina, and he liked it as well. And Kelsey likes it, my girlfriend, because she likes the color blue on me. So. Hi, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey's watching. Oh, I think he just left the oh. Instagram right as we shouted her out. Anyways, yeah, so we we explored there for like an hour, hour and a half almost. Easy, yeah. On Sunday. There's so much stuff. There was so much stuff so to look at. Philip and I also got luggage tags. I got a Celtics one. He got a Nuggets one. Yep. It was good. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, what shirts did you get at the NBA store? I got a new print logo t-shirt for the Wolves. And then I got a, a t-shirt with Ben Franklin and the 76ers, which I thought is a great way to honor one of our best presidents. All right. So <laughs> after that, we went back to... Was, was he not a president? <laughs> uh, Staff department, can you check that out? Yeah, I'll check it right. out. Uh, while the stats department is looking at that, very important information right now. Uh, we then went back to 30 Rock to see it daytime. He was never elected January. president. Wow, he was not. <laughs> and he died <laughs> in April 17th, 1790. Huh? That's pretty long ago. And so Seven we looked at 30 Rock again, and then we ended up walking back to the hotel because there was a chance of snow on the way, and so we wanted to make sure a train wasn't delayed and then make sure we were ready for a plane. So we took the train back we could have left at like five o'clock because our you know flight was delayed an hour and a half but it didn't matter yeah it kind of stinks like i think that's one thing that's not great about flying out of newark like it's easier i bet than flying out of one of the new york airports but it does like take away from your time in new york Mm because you have to travel there and you have to give yourself like an hour because trains can get delayed especially with weather and it ended up snowing pretty good in newark we had a DRSR plane. We were on the tarmac for like an hour, almost an hour and a half yeah. uh, before we were able to take off. Um, then we flew back, and then it was a pretty icy drive back. Uh, nothing too bad. I did uh, slide through a stop light after I dropped both of you off. Nice. Like, as I was leaving the school, I just slid right through it. So Glad we weren't there. Before. Yeah, no, that was great. And school got oh, delayed to ours. one thing morning. we need to talk about. Yeah. Five cheeseburgers? Oh, yeah. That's a lot of cheeseburgers. Okay, oh, we went to McDonald's, we went to McDonald's yeah. before Nate dropped us off back at school at, yep. like, at Charlie's dorm and then at my car. Nate ordered five cheeseburgers. Whenever he said that to the clerk, I mean, the uh, at the drive-thru, I thought he was joking. 
No. He was serious. That was a prank. Prank, bro. I, he was... Let me repeat this. Five cheeseburgers. Nate was serious. He probably ate all of those. Yeah, I did. Okay. I also had a large fry, and then he forgot his... Uh, he bacon. ate my bacon fries. Yeah, I ate those too, because he left them. So, you know, I didn't want them to go to waste. You could have given them to me at school the next day. That's you want not old fries. even as much as he gets TBH, Kelsey, your girlfriend. Yeah, Kelsey. normally I get a lot more, especially like my late night cravings. Wow. You know, I'll get yeah, 10 soft tacos. You, right? That's bad. Yeah, it's that. not great for me, but, you know, you got to feel something. What? And, <laughs> anyways. This show is... <laughs> no wonder we're we off the win. rails right now. No wonder now. we didn't win. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. Anything else about New York? So we, we went from Colorado Springs and we're back to Colorado well, Springs in our story. Uh, on Friday night, we met a friend of ours. Oh, yeah. Yes. We didn't know who we were friends, but now we're good friends. Let me, let me, let me break it down how we met. I want to break down the... Well, okay. We'll, we'll co-break it. Down. Okay. Yeah. Well, we come out of... Wait, no, no, no. We're not going to explain what the person on the table said. Yeah. We'll just give an idea of why they were on the table. It was explicit. Yep. Can't say it. Somebody was taking my pics, and they were doing that. See, this actually makes it sound a little worse oh. than it was. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh. what what they were taking pictures, you know, Instagram photo shoot, obviously. And what they were saying was inappropriate, and we can't repeat that. Yeah. yeah. But okay. we met the guy, one of our friends, who was on, you know, the it was in the elevator, and he's like, Where are you guys from? Like, Colorado, and we asked him where he's from, San Diego. And then that was basically it for a day. He made fun of us for being an online-only station. I didn't notice that. And then his friends made fun of him because they're an AM-only station. Yeah. So it was definitely so a good time. So we were like, okay, you know. And then an hour later, we're walking, and Philip's like, oh, you're going to get food? And the kid just looks at him really strangely. And we're like, we just saw you. It wasn't like we're around. It wasn't even an hour. I, I no. think it was about 15 minutes. Yeah, it had to yeah. be 20 to 15 minutes later. Within, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm walking by the, we're walking by this dude on the street. And he's like, I'm like, yo, so you getting food? And he just Didn't gives me a look, anything. doesn't say anything. Nope, and nothing. I'm like, okay, we are sworn enemies. I'm just trying now. to be nice. Yeah. Sworn enemies. So then on Friday, we actually saw him and he was walking back to his hotel room. And so we're like, okay, that's it. And then Saturday, yeah, we see him again. We approach him. We're, you know, we're the bigger guys here. We, you know, we yeah. waved to him and we were going to apologize. We're about know, three to apologize. four taller than him on yeah. average. Yeah. That's and then we're like, what's your name? And he's like, I'm not going to disclose that information. I like to remain secretive. <laughs> and we're like, Ahmad? And he's like, how'd you know? It's, like, it's on your name tag. He's like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be wearing that. So then he like, tries to flip it. Like, okay, we all saw you. <laughs> and then, yeah, Nate's sister goes to SDSU. Yep. And so there was some controversy there about yep. how he said he didn't like her name. Her name. We got that on video. Well, we actually got it on microphone there because we carry portable mics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's on, it's on one of those. It's on the yeah. record. Yeah, and so he actually, you know, we, we exchanged Instagram accounts. Well, we didn't then, but eventually we did. And then he actually followed all of our accounts except yeah. Nate's. No, I have a follow. Wow. Yeah. Only took you like two days. He did follow me as well. Shout out to Ahmad. 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 Thanks, Ahmad. You're not watching. Thanks, Ahmad. Who is also known as the Ahmad father by all of his friends. <laughs> Made that name up. Yeah, and so that was good. And he actually asked a question of us. Awesome. Which we will answer later. Uh, let's do it right now. Okay. Yeah. We're we in gotta, the question. Gotta get to so, the before we go into that, I want to talk about how 
on Saturday morning, we saw him come out of his room. Yeah. And he literally ran from us. Yeah. He literally okay. ran from us into the elevator, did not let us get on the elevator, took the elevator to whatever floor he was going to. <laughs> I don't understand that. I know. We saw him a lot, like, the whole weekend. That's the funniest thing is, like, we kept seeing him, and he was, like, either running away from us or he went into his room really quickly. Like, we thought he, he was avoiding us, and we actually talked to him. It was a pleasant conversation. Pleasant guy. Yeah. Very uh, I think he did beat us in the podcast category. Uh, so I think that's very interesting for sure. <laughs> and so Ahmad, actually, the question he asked, what's the best college radio station in America? We'll answer that. Okay. UCCS UCS Radio. UCCS Radio, yeah. University of Colorado, Colorado Springs in Colorado. And he said, why is it KCR College Radio? It's not. It's not. Okay. Thanks, wow, that, that's, that's it. That's a great question. Oh, Thank you, Ahmad. Oh, we have a new... Oh, no, he's late for the show. Oh, man. Shoot. Is that the stats guy? We stats really need to fire him. Again. All right. You know. We'll have to terminate him after All the show. Right. Well, so that wraps up New York, and I, I think Philip has to get going here yeah, pretty I gotta soon. Leave. I have to go now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something Make sure you don't out. hit Johnny B on your way I out. I thought like, you guys were going to play me some outro music or like say something nice about we, me. We can sing you a song. Here I'll, here, I'll play Welcome to the Jungle with my mouth. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Philip. If you want to catch more of Philip, uh, make sure you listen to the two-minute drill $5 on UCCS Radio they tomorrow me, at noon. They call me the guy who never dies. Glass half fill. I'm going to leave the chair in here. Awesome. Yeah, Johnny it. B's coming in. All right. Make All sure right. you don't hit him on the way out. All right. Johnny! He's hey, right man. There. How are you? Get on How's in there. Going? All right. See you, runners. Scoring position. <laughs> okay. That's Thanks, Philip. All right. So we're going to take a quick music break, and then we'll jump into Around the Horn. Thank you guys for listening. Our actual to content. Our actual baseball content. Thank you so much for listening. We did an hour covering New York. We did. That's the most we've ever gotten without taking a We're going to do another three hours for baseball. <laughs> Woo! Let's go college radio. All right. We'll see you guys when we get back from the break. Hello, we are back. And we Charlie is still here, but Philip is no longer here, sadly. He had to go. But we are now talking baseball news. We just did a recap of New York City of the trip we just took. For those of you who are not able to listen before, this will be available anywhere you get your podcasts later. Uh, just look for UCCS Radio Sports. And if you're on iTunes or any other uh, hosting service that allows you to rate us. Please do. It helps us other helps other people find us. And that's a great thing because if you like us, there's probably someone else out there who does as well. Right. So we are jumping into Around the Horn. If you want to jump in the first bit of news, Charlie. For sure. All right. So on a sad note, Hall of Fame pitcher Tom Seaver has been diagnosed with dementia and will retire from public life, his family announced today, actually. So this is actually breaking news as of 411 so within the past 15 minutes um, in the statement released by the hall of fame Seaver's family expressed thanks to those who have supported him have supported the new york mets great throughout his career and has asked for privacy uh, Seaver, who is 74 years old so fairly young recent i mean you know in the scope of things with dementia 74 is still really young uh, helped propel the miracle mets of 1969 to a world series title was known as Tom Terrific, won the Cy Young Award that year, and led the National League in wins with 25. The Mets retired Seavers 41 in 1988, 
and they are planning to celebrate the 1969 team on June 29th was actually would actually be 50 years. Oh, wow. um, but unfortunately, they you know Seaver won't be able to attend, even though they'll plan to honor him. Um, you know Tom Seaver, Hall of Famer, 1967 Rookie of the Year. Obviously, very sad. Um, and you know this is new news. I mean, this came out within the past 15 minutes. Yeah. So you know dementia is obviously a very tough thing. I know I've had family, you know, extended family members who have had dementia and it's tough seeing them, you know, go through remembering things. And then one day they're not able to remember you because, you know, dementia has just completely overtaken their life and they can't remember that. So obviously sad to see one of the greats kind of melt away, but you know, we wish the best for him and the best for his family. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So the best news we've gotten recently and this happened on third last week, so yeah. about a week ago. If you follow us on Twitter, we did report about it a little bit, and then we did a mini it was podcast. The Sunday before, no big deal. <laughs> and the Philadelphia Phillies have signed star outfielder Bryce Harper to a thirteen-year, three hundred and thirty million dollar deal. I'll say that one more time: thirteen years, three hundred and thirty million dollars. On Thursday, Harper, who is twenty-six years old, was one of the two superstar free agents available. The San Diego Padres snagged the other one, Manny Machado. Manny Machado was also in pretty deep talks with the Phillies as well. This signing will change the core of the Phillies franchise for years to come and immediately puts the Phillies in contention for the NL East this year. This is really big news for the Phillies. It really gives them a shot this year that they didn't have. But if you put it in perspective, he just signed a deal until he's 39 years old. That's pretty insane and also... Another insane part of all of this is there's like no opt-outs, no trade clauses, trade clause. nothing. Like he is going to be a member of the Philadelphia Phillies unless they change his contract or they buy him out pretty much. Yep. Those are really the only options. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he gets bought out because we've seen with a lot of these big contracts, you know, the production is good for probably five to six years. And then once you get past that halfway point, then you really start to dip. We'll talk about this more later. Similar to what we did with the Machado signing, we'll break down the winners and yeah. losers of this. But obviously, huge news, and it takes the two big free agents off the market. But, Nate, there are still some big free agents out there. Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell. You know, it's March 7th today. So not saying they won't sign as Jake Arrieta yeah. signed in the middle of March last year, but I mean, it's, it's crazy to think about. That is insane, Yeah, yeah. Kansas City Royals catcher Salvador Perez will miss the entire 2019 season after tearing his UCL. Perez, a six-time All-Star, hurt his arm during a workout last Wednesday and plans to seek a second opinion. He actually sought a second opinion after I published these notes and the second the doctor confirmed it, so he will undergo Tommy John surgery. And he was the 2015 World Series MVP. This is even worse news for the Royals, a team who was planning to rebuild after the acquisition of Billy Hamilton at center. Yeah. will now have to completely change the mindset of this year. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs in a tough AL Central that has the Indians, you know, likely blowing away the competition here. This will put AAA prospect Cam Gallagher at catcher, and this will likely move uh, one of their catching prospects up to AA, which will, you know... Hopefully not stunt the development with the catchers, but you know when you're rushed into something, as we saw with Byron Buxton, Miguel Sano, it obviously doesn't turn out well. So best of luck to Salvador Perez. Obviously one of the best personalities in all baseball, a great player, a perennial all-star. So we'll see. 
Alright, the next bit of news is about Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays have signed starting pitcher Clay Buckholtz. Buckholtz, who de de debuted in 2007 with the Boston Red Sox, went 7-2 with a 2.01 ERA at the Arizona Diamondbacks in 16 starts after having trouble staying healthy with a plethora of injuries. Buckholtz will likely compete for the number 4 or number 5 slot on the Blue Jays roster this spring. He was a great Red Sox a while back. He had some problems towards the end of his career there, but wish him the best in Toronto. Sure. Good bounce back. You know, he had a great, great season last year, so I think he still has it in him. Yeah. According to a couple articles I read, his velocity is down. He used to touch 96, but now yeah. it's down to 90s, which isn't, you know, a huge surprise after all the injuries and just being a veteran. But, you know, Clay Buckholtz, hopefully he still has some electric stuff. I, if I remember correctly, he pitched a no-hitter. Yes. Yes, pitched a yeah. no-hitter. The stats department, we'll have to check on that. But, yeah, you know, Clay Buckholz, hopefully he returns to his, you know, 2007 to 2010 form because if so, they're getting, the you know, a completely, you know, they're getting a great deal out of this. So, yeah, yeah. September 1st, 2007, actually, in his debut. So wow. Oh, second, yeah, I do remember that. Start. I found out about it. This is a funny story. I was in Little League, and my mom told me through the fence that just happened so just crazy no yep san francisco giant ceo larry barr apologized for a physical altercation involving his wife a video published at tmz showed Barr pushing his wife pam Barr, over a dispute regarding his cell phone the couple denies the accusation however saying that pam proceeded to lose her balance after tripping over some furniture MLB is currently investigating, and Barr will step away from the team while the investigation takes place. So what I read, what I read, is that Pam Barr actually had a foot injury. So with the foot injury and tripping over the furniture, it caused her to fall completely over, which looks like that Larry Barr pushed her. They both denied the allegation, saying that Larry Barr, you know, she tripped okay. over the furniture while Larry yeah. Barr was approaching her. I don't know what the substance was. Obviously, we know. It was something involving a cell phone, but yeah. I don't know if there was something else there where she, you know, felt the reason to take the phone and not give it back. We'll see what MLB concludes from its investigation, but obviously very troubling from a CEO. Yeah, I think so as well. But I, I do like how Major League Baseball is handling this. And then Larry Barr is also stepping away from the team, I think is the right move as well. I've seen a lot of sports teams, franchises. Uh, not handle domestic violence extremely well in professional sports. And so I think it's great how Major League Baseball is handling this so far. And I, I think they'll be very transparent in their investigation and whatever the results, uh, whatever comes with the results. So Absolutely. All right. All right, we're heading to Los Angeles for this next bit of news. And that involves their starting pitcher and their star, Clayton Kershaw. He might not be ready for spring. Uh, Kershaw has been dealing with shoulder inflammation. Uh, David Roberts told the media, uh, Kershaw has <clears throat> not thrown a bullpen se session since report date of February 20th. Um, this will likely put Phenom Walker Bueller to make his first ever opening day start. I, I don't know how I feel about Clayton Kershaw at this point. He's very injury prone. He always has been, and he's a good pitcher, but he's not dominant in the playoffs. And it seems like every year there's something new with the shoulder or he's barring him from having a terrific season. So I don't know if this is beginning of the end. On our first show, I believe, uh, we announced he, I think it's actually the second show, we announced he, he signed his extension uh, for this season. 
Do you think there's any chance? I don't know if he has a no trade clause on his contract. Do you think there's any chance the Dodgers trade him away if he's not no. performing? No, I don't think there's any chance. Unlike David Dave Roberts, who's on the hot seat this year, I think yeah. Kershaw stays put okay. in Los Angeles for sure. But according to Major League Baseball, the projected rotation for the Dodgers is a little a little different than what I thought it would be. Projected rotation has Rich Hill starting opening day with Hunjin Ryu in the two spot, Kenta Maeda three, Ross Stripling four, and Walker Buehler five, which to me doesn't make any sense why you would put Walker Buehler in the five spot. Personally, I would put him above Stripling, Maeda, and Ryu. Even Rich Hill, too, I would put Hill in the two spot and bump everybody down one. But of course, that's without Clayton Kershaw, so the rotation might be adjusted a little bit. Walker Buehler is phenomenal. I don't know why you wouldn't put him, you know, in the opening day slot. I yeah. mean, he would he's electric stuff, 97, 98 mile an hour fastball. A personality like we've never seen in baseball. I mean, he is probably the next Bryce Harper personality wise, for sure. Yep. Um yeah, so next one. Sunday night baseball announcer Jessica Mendoza will be joining the New York Mets in an advisory role while continuing to broadcast on ESPN. Mendoza, a two-time Olympian with the U.S. women's softball team, became the first female analyst to broadcast a playoff game in 2015. Now, listening to Jessica Mendoza and coupled with Alex Alex Rodriguez and Carl Ravage, Mendoza clearly knows her stuff. She knows what's going on. She can read the tendencies. And I think even though she didn't play baseball, I think having softball experience does help kind of analyze the defense and analyze pitch types, even though it is a little bit of a different sport. Yeah. You get the general idea. So I think she's doing a very, very good job. And hey, the Mets have a fresh start. New GM. Might as well go for it. You never know. Maybe, you know, she pays off and she'll be one of those executives, you know, with the unparalleled transition from broadcasting to professional sports. And we have seen this across all sports, especially with football. You know, Mike Mayock, who is an analyst on NFL Network is now the GM for the Raiders. So this isn't uncommon. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, true in basketball. Maybe it's more of going from GM to analyst instead of analyst to GM. I don't know yeah. if there have been any examples of that. There's Mark a, Jackson. Yeah, there's a couple there. I can't think of his name right now, but he works in the Blazers organization. He was pretty much a blog. He wrote a blog, different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then he was featured on a couple of ESPN, a couple of the bigger sites. And he's now in the front office yeah. with the Blazers. You've seen it a couple of times. And then having more women in these roles in professional sports, I think is a beautiful thing. It and we gives need more a new of perspective. It. Yeah. Sue Bird is in a similar role. Yeah. She's a scout with the Nuggets currently. And we should see more and more of this because they obviously know their stuff. There's a lot of stigmas behind women in professional sports, especially the NBA, WNBA, softball, baseball. They know their stuff. They're professional athletes. They were paid at some point to do this visit, this role. So they should continue to do that, whether it's in men's professional sports or women's professional sports. So congratulations to Jessica on that. And I'll be excited to see what she can do with the Mets. And I always think it's great when a team kind of shoots their shot on someone that no one else is really looking at for that role and seeing what they can do. I agree. All right, Nate, you want to take the next one? Yeah, so next bit of news, we're going to Minnesota. We're visiting Charlie's hometown right now. Uh, Minnesota Twins, their baseman, Miguel Sano, is out until May after he suffered a severe cut above the heel of his right foot. I believe we covered this uh, earlier this year. Uh, Sano suffered the cut on January 26th when he slipped on metal stairs on a stage during his team's Winter League Championship. Unfortunately, Sano's career 
has been defined more by injuries than his actual baseball playing career. What do you think about this when players get injured in non-baseball instances? I know some players, it's written contract, like they can get cut for it, different things like that. I remember, I believe it was Zach Greinke um, hurt himself playing basketball one off season. You know, what do you think about players getting hurt in these instances? It's obviously a huge liability for these teams. I mean, a big thing is teams worry about players going back, you know, to the Dominican Republic or going back to some of those countries, especially Venezuela with the economic turmoil going on right there. Play, I mean, teams worry, and that's why they structured this into their contracts, and that's what they did with Yodano Ventura. Unfortunately, after he passed away, the Royals um, clearly said that we're not at fault if something happens and we're not paying any of your bills yeah. or any of the estate. And, you know, that's what happened. The Royals are not paying any his estate. They're not paying anything. They're letting they're giving it to the family, which, I mean, that's the risk you have to take. Yeah. There is a risk because there's thousands of major minor league baseball players who live in Central America, you know, every year. Even though this wasn't necessarily, you know, an this was something that could have been avoided. I mean, you know, people slipping and falling, that's just a part of life. Yeah. With Sanoa, I think that was just wrong place, wrong time. Completely, you know, an accident. And no idea the cut would be, you know, that bad. And Sanoa, for the past couple of years, has bounced up and down between AAA and majors. And unfortunately, that shouldn't be the case. He should have been the starting third baseman for the Twins and ready and prepared. But a lot of it has to do with his weight, and some of it had to do with his work ethic. And I think he's ready, but I think this is a setback. Yeah. And everyone was hoping that this would be the year he would bounce back. He's lost weight. He looks good. You know, he's muscular now, but this doesn't help. No. And especially in baseball, one month out can make a huge difference. That's the difference between a wild card spot, a division spot, or not making the playoffs at all. Yeah. So. No, it's a big deal. And, yeah, it, it sucks for the Twins as well. Because, obviously, when you're looking out at your season, you're hoping all of your big players are involved. And something like that, as a coach, I think would frustrate me. Like, okay, that's, you know, <laughs> there, yeah. there are definitely ways that could have been avoided probably. For sure. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New York Yankees starting pitcher Luis Severino has been shut down for two weeks after an MRI showed he has rotator cuff inflammation in his right shoulder. So this means that he will not be in time for opening day, said manager Aaron Boone. Severino recently signed a four-year, $40 million extension earlier this spring. Nate, I think Severino is the number one starter in this rotation. Yeah. He was opening day last year. Yeah. I mean, Tanaka is good, too, so he would be a two, and I... I assume that Boone is going to push him up to be the number one starter now. So we will see about that. But obviously a big blow for the Yankees. I still think they can bounce back from this. They have all the other pieces in their lineup and their rotation that they can kind of work without them. And luckily it doesn't seem like it's a long-term deal. It's only yeah. a couple of weeks. But, you know, like I said with Sano, a couple of weeks or a month can make a big difference. So yeah. best of luck to Severino. Hopefully he gets back healthy. Nate, why don't you talk about this one? All right, so the next one is San Francisco Giants outfielder Cameron Mabin has been arrested for a DUI in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mabin, 31, is a 12-year veteran who signed a $1.75 million minor league deal while playing 129 games last year. The Giants are currently investigating this situation. I think it's kind of, we can even relate this to the injury, like while you're not playing baseball. Like it's, sure. it's one thing you don't think about very much, but like with any job, how you present yourself, 
outside of your job will affect your job. Absolutely. So it would not surprise me since he just signed a minor league deal, they find that he was very much at fault in this and it was pretty serious. He could just get cut. Absolutely. So. Yeah. He did win the world series in 2017 with the Astros. He's had a long, extensive career and his MLB stats aren't that great. You know, batting 254, he's hit 60 home runs in about 11 years 315 mm. runs batted in with 175 stolen bases, but he split his time last year between the Marlins and the Mariners, and obviously the DUI thing doesn't help his case, you know, competing for a starting spot or even being in Fresno. Yeah. So we'll see. Or not Fresno, excuse me, Sacramento, where the River Cats play. That's the okay. AAA team for the Giants. But Very nice. And, Nate, why don't you talk about this one? Because this broke yesterday, and I texted you about this, plus you're a Red Sox guy, so you probably want to talk about this one. Yeah, this kind of sucks. So to preface this, uh, Stephen Wright, this is about the Red Sox starting pitcher. He's been on the team for a while now, and he's a knuckleballer. He hasn't always had the best stuff, but he was throwing pretty hard in spring. And a lot of Red Sox and a lot of Red Sox reporters were like, this dude's really having it this year. He was throwing 94, and he was throwing a lot harder than he had been. Well, it was just announced yesterday that he was suspended for 80 games for performing enhancing drugs. And so I texted Charlie and I was like, hey, I think this is why he looks so good. So it's disappointing to see, but the Red Sox have a lot of tools this season. And, They'll be fine. you know, this might cause him to lose one game instead of going undefeated for the season. So yep, I, we'll see. I agree. He has had some legal issues, though. I mean, yeah. uh, him with him and his wife serving a 15-game suspension or the new domestic violence policy. And that's something that Addison Russell will sit out, I believe, 40 games because of his issue let me yeah. check with the stats department on that i think it might be more i think he was appealing 40 it. games 40 games yep 40 games so he addressed it as suspension um, we'll see but stephen wright all-star in 2016 in san diego not sorry he wasn't playing for san diego but that's where the all-star yeah. game was <laughs> so we'll see nate do we want to take a break here or do we just want to jump right into the bryce harper uh, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll be right back with Winners and Losers. All right, we are back. We are runners in scoring position. I am Nate. With, with me, as always, is Charlie, and we're talking the Bryce Harper deal. It was the biggest baseball news we've had in a while, which is weird considering it's spring training now. A lot of teams are gearing up, and the Phillies just signed their biggest players, so... And, you know, if you're playing in the outfield and you saw that news, did you throw your phone at the wall because you're like, oh, no chance of me playing in Philadelphia this year? Yeah, I I wouldn't have felt good if I were a AAA guy kind of on the edge of making the team or yeah. not. I mean, now you're not making the team because yeah. Bryce Harper's here. But Bryce Harper was really a winner and a loser for this deal. And so we'll jump right into the winners here. I mean, obviously, Bryce Harper, winner number one. Signing a 13-year, $330 million deal, which me saying that out loud just is phenomenal, makes his future secure in Philadelphia. And as Nate mentioned earlier, he has no opt-out and no trade clause. It puts him in the top five of AAV, which is average annual value. Now, him and the Phillies will be instant contenders in the National League. I think, obviously, NL East, you have to think they're in the top two with the Braves and maybe the Nationals competing for a spot, but for sure in the National League top five. Because yeah. now they have JT Real Muto as a catcher. They have a young pitching staff. Their prospect system is stacked. I mean, yeah. they can call up guys from AAA, AA, single A. They would have guys ready to go. But Bryce Harper, the big winner from this deal, 
holding out as long as he did and getting the contract terms that he wanted is huge, not only for Major League Baseball, but for all the other big free agents, as we'll preview with the next yeah. guy, who is going to make a massive contract. And on this guy, and Nate will talk about him, but I made a prediction that he will be the first $500 million free agent. And if you're thinking that Mike Trout is only going to get $400 million, you're dead wrong. You are dead wrong. Mike Trout yep. will be the first $500 million free agent. So, Nate, talk about Mike Trout. Yeah, that's why Mike Trout's a big winner here. Uh, now that Bryce Harper has signed his $330 million deal, this gives all the leverage to Mike Trout and his team to sign a mega deal. If you think Mike Trout is only going to get $304 million, you are assessing the talent really well, and you're wrong. Uh, in 2020, Trout will be probably the first player, $500 million free agent. Based on his stats and the way the market is moving, Trout is likely one of the best players of our generation. This is like our Ted Williams in today's day and age. You can point to different players different times. He is nowhere near, like, Bryce Harper is nowhere near Mike Trout's abilities. They're both star players in this league, but I think leap and bounce, Mike Trout is a better player. So, obviously, he's going to get leaps and bounds more. It does seem like pretty insane, $170 million more, but I think we're close to that. I It would not shock me if Trout was making upwards of 60 to $70 million a year mm-hmm. in his next deal. So, with incentives and stuff like that. Will it be from the Angels? Maybe. I think they're definitely in the lead because he does seem like a guy that likes where he lives. But it would be pretty interesting to see him go somewhere else and make that much money elsewhere absolutely yeah there's a couple teams that are off the red sox are definitely not going to go after him uh but we could see if we're looking at the next guy to make 400 something million i think that could be mookie Betts as well i think he's going to get somewhere near 400 million and he might be the first to 400 and then trout will be the first to 500 absolutely yeah why don't you talk about why don't you do the next one because i'm trying to find an interesting oh here we here we go Okay, so Nate, why don't you listen to this? I saw this on Twitter the other day. Yeah. Bryce Harper's combined war over the past three seasons. So for those of you who don't know what war is, that's wins above replacement. Yep. 7.5. Okay. Mike Trout's war from last year alone, 10.2. Trout's combined war over the past three seasons, 27.4. Based off of their past three seasons and Harper's new contract, Yeah. Trout's new deal... Should come out to one billion two hundred and five million six hundred thousand, and obviously Mike Trout is not going to sign for a billion dollars, but five hundred million is yeah reasonable. Absolutely, five hundred yeah. million dollars, no doubt in my mind he'll sign for that. And the reason why I say that is because Mike Trout, like you know, what Nate said, is the Ted is essentially the Ted Williams of our generation. I mean, he's a pure hitter. Great defensively, great offensively. He can essentially do it all. Plus, he keeps a low profile, which is great because that's what teams want. They kind of want a guy with a low profile. And another winner from this is the Philadelphia Phillies. So Harper's deal is a classic example of a team-friendly deal. Obviously, working in a no-opt-out and a no-trade clause is huge for the Phillies because that means Harper cannot walk away without team approval. And they have utter and absolute control of him for 13 years, which will be a large chunk of Harper's prime. I mean, you missed a little bit of it with the Nationals, but the Phillies will get, you know, the latter end of that contract. And for me, 
I don't understand why Bryce Harper signed a deal. I mean, he must be extremely confident in himself. 13 years, playing consistently all the way up till 39. And we'll see. And, you know, my friend noted this. Bryce Harper is not very consistent. He will have years where he is where he is fantastic, but then he'll have years like last year where he'll hit 240. Yep. And a guy who's hitting 240 and getting $330 million should mean to the other outfielders that are making a lot more and playing a lot more that they should be paid, you know, higher than that because you're saying, okay, well, look, Bryce Harper got paid $240 million and I batted 320 last year and hit 20 home runs. Why am I only making $8 million a year? Yeah. So... We'll see. Uh, Nate, why don't you talk about our first loser here, and then I will talk about the second loser. All right, awesome. So I'm going to combine two losers here. Uh, The first one, just like the Manny Machado deal, he's also a loser. And I also want to say the city of D.C. is also a loser because in his press conference, he said he was going to bring a championship to D.C., which he was never close to doing, and he definitely can't do as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. Maybe if they lose to the... maybe, Maybe this is a whole deal... To work, he'll lose a big game for Washington. We'll see how it all plays out. But even though Harper signed a mega, mega deal, he has absolutely no rights in this deal. With no opt-out and a full no-trade clause, he is betting on himself to perform for all 13 years of his deal. As we have seen with the long-term deals in the past, they don't work out in the later latter years. And this is a lot of money they're spending. Will they have enough money to continue to spend to build around him past like four years four years i think is the top of this team if they don't win in the next four years this could be the end for them it's true yeah four years i think is kind of the window especially with rio Muto and some of the prospects will be ready within four years they'll call them up we'll see it's definitely you know it's going to be see how harper performs hopefully he lives up to his deal but no promises yeah another loser our last loser is the atlanta braves so unlike last year, the Braves will have a contested path to the NL East. They won 90 games in the division last year, but they'll, un- they'll be unlikely to have an as-easy path to the top. And this is especially true because with the Braves, they essentially had it all last year. There were, you know, Annabelle Sanchez, who everyone thought was just this tired-out veteran, you know, didn't work out with the Twins and went to the Braves, had a phenomenal year. So I think really their coaching staff with uh, Snitker and Ron Washington being an assistant coach. Yeah. I saw a stat about Ron Washington that he's been working in professional baseball for 38 years. Wow. Which is incredible. I think uh, 18 years as a player and 20 years as a coach. He's been with the numer- numerous organizations, the Athletics, the Rangers, and now with the Braves. So he's been all over the place. And I think he's a great mentor for a lot of the younger players. He does a lot of fielding drills with Ozzy Alves. And I think that kind of helps build that momentum and build the mentorship around that because obviously when you have good coaching then everything else just kind of falls into place but you know they're not going to have an easy as easy of a time i say they'll win 85 games this year which will be five games lower than what they won last year but the braves should still be competitive this year and i wouldn't be surprised they win the nl east but they will not have as as easy of a time yeah there you go we'll do one woe and then we are done for the day you guys got to make sure that you send us questions. We had one question this week. One question. I mean, let's, you know, let's step it up. Let's send some questions. Nate and I are here and we're asking you guys to send us questions for a reason. <laughs> so why don't you send some? It doesn't have, it can be funny questions, silly questions. Just ask us questions because we're really interested on what you guys have questions about us. So, whoa. 
Bryce Harper signed a deal. Whoa. There you go. So thank you so much for listening this week. We're actually going to kick back our divisional previews in AL East. We'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. And Charlie will actually be doing an airport review on Thursday the 21st because he'll actually be leaving for spring break. So similar to our Thanksgiving show, we're going to you know have a call live on air and we'll talk about the AL Central and Nate will probably do a rant by himself about some Boston Red Sox thing that we'll oh, figure out on the 21st. Yeah, they're going to go undefeated. So Absolutely. I can plan all that out in my Tim head. Tim Tebow for MVP. That's what it He's going to get traded to the Red Sox and lead us to another World Series. All well. right. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you guys for listening.